0: what does barbecue mean to you it's all about family
1: good food summertime and friends of nostalgia a whole lot of tasting soul-filling belly-filling goodness all of my favorite foods a cultural touchstone for me it's a tether to
0: the people who came before me getting together with family and friends Coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World headquarters, this is episode 251 of Canada's Barbecue Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening, however you're making that happen. I sure do appreciate it, y'all. My guest this week has been on my radar for a while to get on the show, so when I learned they were hosting an amateur barbecue competition this summer, it was a no-brainer. Hubtown Brewing opened up in Okotoks, Alberta in 2019, mere months before the pandemic hit. They adjusted their business as needed to make it through and have come out on the other side stronger for it. Lisa and Mark are the couple behind the brewery, and it was great to sit down with Mark on their rooftop patio while we enjoyed a pint of their refreshing Mexican lime lager. Mark Watts from Hubtown Brewing is my guest this week. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Motley Q. Not only does Motley Q offer a great lineup of award-winning rubs and sauces, they also teach some of the best barbecue classes going. Visit motleyq.ca and click on the Classes tab to see the full schedule. There are a number of full-day classes to choose from, including King of the Grill, a great class for beginners, and Big Game Prep, which is great for tailgating or hockey playoff parties. In addition to the full-day classes, there is a selection of micro-classes coming up, including brisket, steak, ribs, and more. I had the pleasure of taking a class with Big Joe and Jess a couple years back, and it was a very entertaining experience with tons of great food and loads of knowledge. Again, that website is motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A. Click on that Classes tab at the top and find the schedule of classes coming up in Edmonton and elsewhere. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast, and I'm here in Okotoks, Alberta. We're sitting up on the beautiful rooftop patio at Hubtown Brewing uh, here with Mark. Chatting about what they've got going on at the brewery. Lots of special events and activities coming on. Some great beer. We're enjoying the uh, the Mexican lime lager here. Um, and uh, talking about an amateur barbecue competition they've got coming up this summer. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks. Nice. Nice oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Nice and
0: close there, Awesome. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Appreciate you fitting me in on a Saturday morning. And
1: well, thanks for coming out. I, I know it's a it. bit of a drive. Yeah,
0: well, it's all good. I got some stuff in the south to do today. On the way back, so I'll make a make a trip out of it. Question I ask everybody right off the top is, what does
1: barbecue mean to you? What does barbecue mean to me? Uh, well, it means uh, currently complete complete rookie. I mean, it's been going on for probably the te- the last ten years. Yeah, I remember the first time I went out to, to the butcher in town here to get a brisket, and he's like, no, nobody nobody asks for those. Yep. ever. I'm like, well want to try this and we had just got our first little uh smoker at the house and knew absolutely nothing so i thought well i'm gonna throw this thing in there and you know i'm gonna cook it like a cook steak and hit 135 degrees and we should be good and yeah,
0: yeah, didn't pull yeah. that out
1: well that was the most awful piece of leather yeah well something's got to be wrong here so back get another one and uh he says well we got some people that we've heard of will smoke it for 24 hours i'm like what 24 hours I'm like, well that? if they can do that i can do that so yeah. So we tried it, and yeah, wow, well, you know, what a difference. Yep. Now I'm thinking there's no way you'd ever get, you know, meat up to 200 degrees. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. No, and Well, lo and behold, it, it was yep. it was amazing, and yep. so it kind of grew from there.
0: Yeah, that 60 or 70 degrees with that kind of meat makes a difference, eh? <laughs> a little bit. Little yeah, bit. Uh, awesome. Uh, well, then you, you kind of touched on it there, and I was going to ask you about that er, er, later on. But
1: uh, cooking at home, what do you, you mentioned you have a smoker at home. What are you cooking on there, and? uh well we finally picked up uh after years of trying this and and dreaming about a, a yoder so oh, nice. we got a the ys640 yep and uh i think covid helped help that a bit yep. we had tried to get it years before in the states it was a lot mm-hmm. cheaper and we were always camping down there Thought, yep. well, we'll just grab one on the way yeah on the way back and never quite worked out yep. and then covid hit and we're like well we're at home all the time so take the plunge and well, just yep. got it here and yep it's been uh it's been pretty great so far
0: yeah great units one of the uh one of the guys
1: i compete with on our team he's got uh, a couple of odors and they just had no idea you know it was going to take two guys to with lifting yeah, they're, straps they're, to get uh, it into they're that. heavy but, uh, but they're, yeah but yeah makes them
0: good right so awesome um a little bit your background you're from the Okotoks area where where's home for you
1: um well born in don't hold this against me born in ontario but escaped when i was two so grew up in calgary yep and then moved to Okotoks in 2000. So it's about 23 years now. What drew you, <laughs> drew you out of the city, just getting away from it all? Or Well, oddly enough, my parents kind of always wanted to, we're always looking south, south Calgary as yep. we were growing up, but yep. we stayed in the northeast while okay, we were all yep. in school and brothers and sister. And uh, finally, you know, when it was time for, I actually started in, in Tuscany was my first place. Okay. Yep. And then thought, yeah, it's it's cheaper in Okotoks. You can get this nice house, yep. nice yard, and uh, moved down here. And well, haven't looked back, yep. but it's been a been a great move out here. And then everybody else ended up following out. So yes. mom and dad did move down oh, here. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So sisters here and brothers just south Calgary. So yeah, it's,
0: right on. Awesome. And uh, oil and gas software uh, guy before before getting into the brewing business. Yeah,
1: that was my uh, <laughs> yeah that was my career. Well, started in geophysics in school, yeah. and then by the time we graduated there was only five of us in our graduating class okay. so everybody actually ended up in the on, in the software side of things okay. for geophysics yep and then uh, just continued on with that with Schlumberger for 12 years nice. and then got to travel the world and was sick of traveling yep. and settled down in Calgary to, uh, to work here for software support yep and well, and it continues now to this day. So that still still pays the bills. Oh, so you're still doing that? Yep, that's oh, wow. still uh, full time. So yeah. I mean, COVID didn't hurt that because yeah. can work remote from here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, so yeah. That's,
0: uh, and Lisa's also working full time.
1: Uh, she, uh, she was she was full time until about a
0: year and a half ago. Okay.
1: So now she's she's full time at the brewery. Oh, okay,
0: so one of you full time here. And I
1: can't imagine how how she could possibly take on any more because she's she's running this place and
0: creating every event small little
1: uh no corner uh, shop you've got a good sized location here so with with that comes a lot of work right so oh for sure and the events that she plans are
0: yeah crazy so what kind of i was doing a little looking on the website it sounded like it was a trip to montana that kind of
1: yeah that's probably what
0: interest in getting
1: into the brewing game totally what spurred this i think you know i, I like beer it was fine sure. no big thing but I, I didn't know anything about craft beer and and lisa didn't like it at all if she had to have a beer it was going to be drowned in clamato Yep. and we yeah took a, a trip down to montana uh, kids weren't with us so nice. it was you know extra easy to, yep. to go out and if she tells a story i might as well tell it the same way she does she wanted to be the fun wife right yep which she totally was. She's yeah. like I'm going to take, you know, my husband out to these breweries and of course we didn't nice. know anything about them. Yeah. But we uh, stumbled onto Bonsai Brewing in Whitefish mm-hmm. and thought it's pretty much they're kind of cheating though cuz it's their uh, their yard is like a campground around it. They got all the games outside, huge trees everywhere nice. and it's just an old house converted into this little nano brewery yeah yeah so you're you're sitting in someone's old living room the fireplace is still That's there all, yeah. they've built a bar where the kitchen used to be nice. and they drop off a, a flight of beers for uh for the both of us mm-hmm. and she starts tasting them and it's like well this one's like coffee or this yeah. one tastes like banana or this you know on and on all these flavors and i had no idea either yeah. i thought we grew up thinking or we were told that canadians had the best beer yeah well uh no they that was a lie at that time, and you yep. couldn't even, there were no microbreweries here at the time. You weren't yep. allowed to open in yep. Alberta. Yeah, that's pretty, so, yeah. So that was kind of the start of it, and we thought, coming back, we would have a plan B for oil and gas. Mm-hmm. So let's maybe have a look in the brewing world.
0: Yep. Awesome. And then uh, Hubtown, was this an existing, was there something here
1: before? Did you guys build this, or what was the... This was uh, an ATB bank originally. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. interesting. So... When I moved here in 2000, it was still ATB, yep. and then it uh, it changed over to Boot Hill Gallery, which okay. was Bernie Brown, it was a local, okay, yep. pretty famous artist, mm-hmm. pencil sketches, Western okay. themed. Yeah, and, and they they took over the building, and then a few years after that, probably another five, six years, they sold it to a, another uh, family that wanted to take over the the uh, Western themed art and yeah. um, and apparel. Yeah. So they had that for probably another five years. And it's kind of one of the weird stories of how we found the building was we were looking for the brewery location yep. and we had tried for three, four other locations and nothing was working out for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. And driving by, Lisa says, well, this is the building where it should go. I'm like, well, yep. that's great. Yeah. Main street, but good luck. He's had that building for, yep. you know, 10, 20 years, yep. whatever it was at the time. So Not likely. Yeah. And then within a day, a mutual friend of ours reached out and says, well, they'd like you to come and do a a beer tasting at their gallery. So, well, we're not allowed to do that. We don't have a facility yet. So until we've got that, you know, no go. But if they're ever looking for someone to take some space, you let let them know. So you were just doing kind of making your own at home at that time? Well, at that time we were actually, we were home brewing, but we were going in the direction of um, one gallon home brewing Kits for okay. people, so yep. all the tools, everything. Because okay. when we looked, yeah. you could never find what you needed. So we uh, yeah. thought, well, we'll assemble all this. We actually had Sate do a business plan with the, one of their uh, yep. their business teams, okay. and it's great. They're like, yeah, open brick and mortar and sell these kits. Well, everybody was would always say, these are great. I love these, and yeah. you know, we'll get one and we'd customize them, laser engrave them, and. Then, but they'd always say, but we've got a wedding coming up. Could you make a batch of beer? We're like, right. Well, no, we can't do that. We don't have a facility. Yeah. So that went on enough times. We're like, okay, I guess maybe they're pushing us this there. way. So yeah. let's, let's maybe think about this. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, Lisa says, well, we're looking for space. So if they yeah. ever want to give it up, another day she's like, they want to have a meeting. So, you know, within Watch one that. week of putting it out there to talking yeah. to talk into them, they said, well, yeah, we, you know, we're going to, we'll move our stuff upstairs. You guys can have the main floor. I'm like perfect. It already had 20 foot ceilings in the center section for all the brewing equipment. Yeah. Um, so we took that on and, you know, it took, took a few, like six state months for construction. And then we opened in September, 2019, yep. six months later, COVID hits. So yep. shuts us down, shuts them down. We switched to hundred percent delivery takeout. Yeah. Uh, so that was a a change we were not expecting. No, you and a lot of folks that uh. but you know the support from the community was awesome. yeah, so they totally kept us going and then the uh, the boot Hill guys said, well, you know what we're gonna we're gonna pack it in. Yeah. so the space is available if you guys want it, they're yeah. like, well, we were gonna take it eventually, but this is a little faster than we thought, but yeah. better do it. So we just kind of started chasing the space. We yeah. could have six feet apart. So, okay, well, upstairs, we can at least get some more seats yeah. in. As soon as we got that build out, it was like, nope, nobody allowed at all inside. Okay, let's go to the rooftop patio. We'll make that. Then they can be outside. Get that done. Nope. Now they can't go inside to get to the rooftop patio. Okay. Everybody's out front. Yep. And then, you know, ultimately, COVID looked like it was bad, but we ended up with a, a great patio out front that yeah. would have never happened. Yep previous to covid yeah. our original patio that aglc would let us have was mm-hmm. two tables out front of the garage door
0: yeah they kind of loosened up the patio
1: rules with that well right? so and they didn't even they didn't want to yeah <clears throat> they said you know what go talk to your town if they agree come back to us so right. the town agreed in a day yeah go back to the lit- just like ah, oh, why can't you just do things inside the rules or like because then we fail yeah. like there's yeah, just no way to, to the, sustain you're, this you're,
0: yeah you have to stay open right so
1: so yes. that was, that was that, I mean, and now here we are.
0: Yeah, well, That's awesome. Yeah. It's, and you know what? You probably came out stronger on the back end, as you said, right? Going through all that. And I think some of the toughest challenges for folks like yourselves in the food industry was the ever-changing rules during COVID and, you know, the, the
1: goalposts kept moving, I guess you could say, right? It
0: was one week
1: it's this, next week it's that. and Yeah, those were, I mean, they were definitely tough to keep up with. Yeah but I think we managed it all the way up to the, to the end when they yeah. started deciding who was coming in and who was not coming in. Yeah. Then, you know, that, that little, definitely uh, created some division in the world. And
0: Yeah, that was almost and I don't know how else they could have done it, but it's almost unfair on the <coughs> business owners for you guys to have to police those things, right?
1: Yeah. No, I, uh, we, don't, we don't like being the enforcers. No, but exactly.
0: But we're, uh, here we are. We're, we're through it now and uh, all good. That's uh, that's awesome. Great. Uh, maybe some you know COVID stuff aside, some of the challenges or the learning curve for you guys getting into the, a whole new business for you, right? Coming from oil and gas to
1: well, it actually is a uh, it actually transferred uh, really well. Yeah. I mean, so it was a fluke, and we didn't know. So after we decided, well, we're gonna go from the, the small batch brewing to the, to the full on brewery. Well, like, well, we we're gonna have to go get our like pro brewing kind of certifications. Yeah. So. But no problem. We had four kids, though, so we're like, well, we can't go to Olds and, and live yeah. out there for two years, but we could uh, we could go to the American Brewers Guild okay. in through Vermont and do their... So this was before COVID, and remote learning was right. cool. Yep. So we got to do that. It was a 26-week remote okay. where you write your midterms here, and then yep. you'd go down to, to Vermont at the end to do your final exam and brew on the check. big system and go through all that. Yep. So we did that, and it was... It was pretty amazing, and it was Christmas time in Vermont, so I was like, "Wow, yeah. I think this is where Christmas was invented." Yeah, yeah. Rolling hills, yep. pretty excellent, and you know, we're you get to sit in a lecture where they're they say, "Well, it's been about an hour and a half, so we should uh, probably take a break and grab a pint." And like oh, this is the best school ever, <laughs> no doubt, yeah. but uh, just getting into it, we thought, "Well, you just apply and you go," yeah. and turns out they said, "Well, you have to send your prerequisites, and we require, you know, uh, chemistry from university," and we're like are you kidding? Uh, like, luckily, we had we both had that background, so yeah. great, Send it all in, and I remember our first uh, lecture that we had to do remote was we're going to do a basic chemistry review, and they start getting into not basic chemistry <laughs> review. We're like, oh, oh, this is, they're not joking around here, yeah. so um, struggled, it was like being back in school again, so yeah. struggled through all that, but yeah, uh, it all worked out. Going to school, all right. oh, and I mean, we love, I mean, it's almost a hobby. I, I love going back to you know, Satan doing whatever I can. Yeah. I wanted welding and cabinet making. And so oh, nice. gone through all that just for, for fun. But right on. But that one, that was a little more intense. Yeah, so. a little, not quite what you thought going in, eh? But it worked out, yeah. so.
0: Excellent. Let's talk about what you got going on here at the brewery. Uh, I guess we can start with the with the product, the, the the main product, the beers. Let's uh, well, go, through, go through the lineup a little bit.
1: Sure. So we went, uh, both did the, the full brewmaster course in vermont and then we have we have different interests here so lisa actually takes over all recipe creation okay and uh i'm all the the mechanical side fixing whatever so Mm -hmm. jack of all trades master of uh, hopefully a few but uh yeah it was it was amazing how many things will go wrong in a day and between temperature controls and pressures and and uh, whatever goes wrong in the day That's my world and then I I was brewing all the recipes for the first year and a half and still trying to maintain the, the full-time work and that was that was getting a little crazy yeah. so we uh, hired a, a brewer to help out and he totally took the reins and was was going to be an assistant position to start and we're just like you got this yeah. you're you're, you're doing product awesome product, yeah. and he was a olds college graduate Perfect. in the brewing program so he's been he's been doing great
0: yeah, I don't think and just to go off track a little I don't know that people even here in southern Alberta outside of the the food and beverage industry know about the programs we have here you know olds with the the brewing program you, you talked about SAIT the the food and oh yeah the culinary program at SAIT my daughter went through the butchery and charcuterie management program there it's just a i don't think the general public is quite aware just the amazing programs we have here available
1: yeah the seat i found especially was it just even in the continuing ed Mm -hmm. section like you can just pick up every awesome hobby you ever wanted and then get to a level where you can really do it well
0: yeah Yeah, it's great it's nice to see that that's available
1: for people uh kids
0: coming out of school that maybe the traditional university isn't their uh isn't their thing and
1: Yeah, I got my my oldest son is just uh, going through the the plumbing world now, so that'll be his next adventure.
0: More with Mark from Hubtown Brewing coming up right after this message from one of our great supporters. Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supplies, your locally owned and operated barbecue headquarters. Located in Leducs, Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supplies, your source for all the top brands and smokers, rubs and sauces, smoker and barbecue accessories, charcoal pellets, and much, much more. Those barbecue classes from Motley Q I mentioned at the beginning of the show, they host some of them at Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supply. And don't forget that Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supply is the home of Roker Grills, a manufacturer of offset stick burners, fire pits, Roker Ultimate Drum Smokers, and custom work. If you can imagine it, the talented crew at Roker Grills can build it. Shop online at edmontonsmokers.ca or visit the store at number 102-7609 Sparrow Drive in Leduc. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Check out edmontonsmokers.ca to shop online, browse their products, and check out the current specials. Or better yet, visit them in person at 102-7609 Sparrow Drive in Leduc, Alberta. Can we talk
1: about the beers and what do you got on tap here? Sure, so if you whenever you come in, you'll notice I think our, our beers always tend to, to be... Maybe to the the sweeter side of the palate. So we have a lot of a lot of expats here, and and Lisa would always be, be chatting with them and see what they wanted. And it was not the crazy, you know, super double IPAs yeah. that you know a few years back were almost the the war of who can yeah. be more bitter. And you know, you start getting up to seventy and hundred IBU, and yeah. yeah, they're bitter, but you really can't tell the difference anymore. Um, so not not a lot of ours go beyond. I think the highest for one of our New England IPAs is a, is a 40, 42 yep. IBU and then down from there. So, for the summer we've got our Mexican Lime Lager that we're trying nice now. Trying that, yep. We have our, our Hubweiser Patio Lager. Yep. Um, but then there's a mix of everything. We've got a couple different New England IPAs, a tangerine and a, and a Hoppy right. Hoppy right's a little more on the grapefruit side. Okay, yep. We have a Belgian Blonde um, Raspberry Ale that's super popular here. Yep. So, Like 75 kilograms of raspberry puree that uh, sit on that for a few days and then comes out. So that one's a a huge hit. Um, And then we do go all the way into the, you know, we have some smoke campfire stouts, quarters in the winter. Heavier
0: stuff, yeah. Yep. You kind of rotate seasonally and that sort of thing. We
1: tried to rotate and then as soon as we took one off, there was always a group that that was the one they liked. So. So now it's, it's kind of hard to rotate. Yeah, we started with, when we opened, we had three on tap. Yeah. And I think we had 10 kegs of each, and we thought, well, that'll last forever. Who can drink 10 kegs? And they were gone in three days, yeah. three, four days. So we learned that we had to keep the keep uh, cooler going. stocked. Yeah. And now we're up to, I think it's 11 on tap right now. Okay. All and your own beer? All ours. Yeah. And then we do a collaboration uh, with Sunny Cider in Calgary for, for the one cider Okay, on tap. Yeah. Good folks over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah fantastic awesome
0: awesome and then uh outside of the beer although we were chatting before about the cornhole you guys do a lot of special things to i think it's you know obviously to bring people in but you're building community here right
1: yeah well we like uh well if you watch lisa's social media yeah. there's event after event so and then of course we put on things that we want to do too so yeah. we've got uh, right now we've got two cornhole leagues tuesday wednesday yep. and then a thursday dart league for the spring yeah. so we're in all of those yeah so it makes for a long week yep. but uh yeah we love cornholes taken off in the last well two years here yep. locally anyway yep. so that's become big enough that i you know built my own boards and and now we have uh, some really great players showing up and yeah. just had one of the guys from the calgary league come in okay and uh awesome like you you learn how good people can get at this when you see the, these other guys play. So
0: yeah. well, yeah, we were just chatting before recording that uh, it's a much bigger thing than I ever thought it was.
1: Uh, yeah, we had no idea yeah. how serious it was until yeah, we were we we're chatting about the guy that showed up from Arizona State and yeah. wanted to play cornhole. We had no idea yeah. how he even knew we had it going here, <laughs> but he showed up and put four in the hole right away. We're like, oh my, this we better check this out on. So watch yeah. a little YouTube and thought, oh, yeah. they're they're super serious in the yeah. states.
0: Yeah, I was saying our uh, buddy Brad Billiard out in uh, Ontario, he's with the Barry Cornhole League, uh, Canadian drum smoker and company, is his, uh, his Instagram brand, but uh, he's a big cornhole guy as well. So
1: Well, and I think we're up to between, I think, eight to ten new leagues in Alberta now, just in the last year. Crazy, so, yeah? So it's uh, it's kind of exploding everywhere. Yeah, you
0: know, it's uh, it's fun, it's accessible, you don't have to be an athlete, right? It's
1: Well, if you say that now, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling a hamstring, throwing cornhole, then... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would say if you can smoke and drink <laughs> at the same time, it's uh, It's kind of a great sport, a game, yeah. Maybe, but, yeah. When,
1: the, when the scoreboards have cup holders on them, you yeah, know, exactly, this yeah. is the right game. Yeah,
0: golf and curling, you know. <laughs> and then speaking of curling, mm-hmm. you had a curling rink out in the patio in the winter?
1: Yeah, so the patio just changes with the season. Yeah. So it's our second year we did the, the curling rink. Yeah. And when I say curling rink, it's a, a 40 by 25 sure. hockey rink that yeah. we split into two sheets and then handmade with some of those uh sate welding courses yeah. did uh, stainless steel salad bowls mix nice. put together and cement in the middle yeah. nice. <clears throat> they worked out pretty great I and mean, yeah. it's pretty hilarious out there there's no uh there's a lot of obstacles because the ice is not perfect sure. so yeah. we kind of named some of them whether okay. it was a terminator yeah. and you, kni- you had to know how to use them to yeah, get it the shot you yeah. wanted but same thing it was amazing how good the teams got and how yeah. serious they were and and they were there to win so that's awesome yeah it's great to see you
0: guys doing stuff
1: like that just uh you
0: know as i said build community right you're not just not just a brewery you're not just selling beer you're well part of the neighborhood part of the community
1: and i think the best for us is there's not a lot of time to go anywhere and do anything so with it all here we just get to join in on
0: yeah exactly of course
1: we get harassed for it being rigged all the time and that we practice cornhole and curling all day long sure yeah which of course we do of course
0: you got to do it right (laughs) And then uh, on the food side of things, uh, you bring you've got a regular rotation of food trucks that kind of come through.
1: And yeah, so we don't we don't have our own kitchen here. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when we were going for the financing, they said if you try to put a kitchen in, you'll be denied financing. Oh. So Just they didn't to like the turnover of, yeah. of restaurants at the time. Okay. Um, so yeah, and luckily, and the laws previous to us opening you weren't allowed to have food trucks okay as your food requirement right but that slowly changed thanks to okay. some of the breweries in calgary yep. so yeah we had a, a pretty good uh, rotation throughout the week in the summer for different trucks coming out yep. and then we've also got all the local restaurants so we let you you bring in whatever you want and nice. order from whoever
0: now is there a requirement to have f-
1: a food available there was a uh, when, when we opened up old now or? well you had you had to have when we opened up there was a requirement that you had to have a, a a restaurant sign on saying that we are open the same hours and we will deliver okay they didn't have you know you didn't have okay. to order from them okay. but it had to be there available and previous to that it was you had to have five substantial uh, meals on your menu. Okay. I was like, well, what's substantial? They're like, well, we don't, we, we won't tell you. You submit it and then we'll tell you if we think it's substantial. Right. So then you had places you'd hear about putting like mac and cheese or craft dinner for $40 because right. it's there. No one's ever going to buy it for $40, but it's available. Right. right. So there was always, you know, creative ways that right. people were getting now. through it, but yeah. it's, it's much better now. And I think, you know, it just helps the surrounding restaurants too. Sure, I yeah. think, you know, we had great partners across the road we have two great places Elmira's and bugart's butcher shop and smokehouse yeah so they're kind of our kitchens right one of them doesn't have seating and we don't have a kitchen so it worked out kind of perfect beautiful yep awesome yeah it's nice to see the uh collaboration with the community and uh you know it totally works there was always a few people in early on that I was like, well, we don't want more competition in here. It's like I don't know if you've been down, you know, where we just came from, the states. It's like, you know, brewery, restaurant, bar, restaurant, yeah. restaurant, and it's just it packed down in, there. right? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. far, I think I think it's been working out.
0: What do they say? A rising tide
1: raises all ships, right? Yeah, I mean, it's to have a, tough a
0: concept for people to get their <coughs> hats around sometimes. But. To
1: have like an entertainment kind of yeah. area yeah. is you know just draws people in yeah uh, hopefully we can get something like that in calgary with the with the new arena that whole plan it would
0: be nice to oh, see uh, yeah i mean you know i've been to other ottawa we were up out there for great cup a few years ago and they've got this <coughs> right around the stadium this great entertainment district right and i know i haven't
1: seen it but edmonton now around the arena and well, I should yeah. point out that uh, Lisa's the Oilers fan. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but we did get, uh, so usually for her birthday and our son's birthday, we'll go up. He's a Blackhawks fan. Okay. So we go up to Edmonton every uh, January and catch Oilers and Blackhawks. Nice. And yeah, no, the arena's amazing out there. I've, yeah, I've just seen the pictures and stuff. It looks, uh, yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. And then one year, the first year we went out there, they had a whole spread of, craft beer on tap so oh, nice. i thought well this is fantastic it yeah. doesn't matter me who's playing yeah. i can go but then we go back the second year and they'd wiped it all out yep. and it was back to the the regulars so yep. yeah, well. still yeah i'm still gonna sit there yeah yeah absolutely
0: and then kind of the what drew my attention to come out and chat with you You guys have got amateur barbecue competition smoke topia yeah.
1: yeah well i thought Canada we've uh we're gonna stop hiding this in the backyard yeah. so we thought uh Let's try the, the first annual one. Hopefully, yeah. it's annual now. But convert our our cornhole lot into a, a smoke off pit. Yeah. And uh, so as to not lose the cornhole, we're also uh, teaming up with another group that's coming in from out of town to run the first annual Okotoks Cornhole Classic. So nice. they'll be on the front uh, front street in front of the building here. And you're
0: closing off the street.
1: Uh, just a section. It, yeah. Just section for the for the cornhole courts. Nice but we'll get them uh, them going out there and we'll awesome. be smoking in the parking lot and it yep. should be a, a great day. I mean, it's surprising there was nothing planned for Canada Day anyway, yeah. so, so we well, just eh? kind of took that over.
0: Yeah, so what are the plans for that? of What do you got uh, in the
1: works for the barbecue competition? Well, we'll see. I mean, we might be uh, going too crazy, but uh, we're, we're going to try and do two categories, so the one will just be... Uh, um, we're doing pork ribs, pork butt, and chicken. Okay. That'll be one category. So, if you want to come in, you'll do all three meats right. I and mean, we'll judge on those. And yep. then we'll do a second category for brisket if you want to. Okay. Or you can do both if you want to do both. Yep. Okay. So, the four,
0: the four kind of.
1: We thought the, it'd be. The four it, big meats. It might be mean to do all four in one category if you do not want to shout yeah. out for too much.
0: Yeah, financially,
1: having done some competition in the last couple of years. Uh, well, and, and just with brisket, when I went and got that first brisket, yeah. nobody ordered it. It was 18 pounds. Forty-five dollars. Yeah. I'm like, well, get this is fantastic. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it was within a year. I yeah. go back, get another one. He's like, you're the fifth guy this week that's asked for a brisket. And now they were a hundred dollars. Yeah. So like, oh, ah, yeah. rats. yeah Well, yeah. still good.
0: That is, yes. That's yeah, it's not going to stop us. Just maybe not. <laughs> yeah. not as often, right? Awesome, uh, and that is, uh, so you said starting on July 1st with the cooking, I'm not sure what the days of the week are there. The
1: so that's the Saturday, that. I think okay. July 1st is Saturday, so we'll yep. start the competition at 3 p.m. Yep. and it'll go to 3 p.m. Sunday and then judging start the judging. That and awesome. So How they many can, teams are you looking at? I think we have eight confirmed right okay. now, yeah. and it pretty much just went out yesterday, the final yeah. the final release to give you all the rules and everything. Okay so we're trying to follow, you know, Kansas City barbecue for the most part. Yep. I think it's pretty close. It might be a few little minor changes, but yeah. we'll see. It's the first time. We're, we're learning. Yep. So
0: Awesome. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it nice should be. I see, think uh, uh I've been involved, involved with barbecue on the bow in Calgary, which is the big then, uh, ACBS, Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: I've been trying to get to that thing for years yeah, an awful, uh, Labor Day long
0: weekend and it's a, a busy time for everybody. But, I believe uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's uh,
0: it's nice to see cuz I think stuff like that feeds the bigger you know like oh CBS sure. competition right people get a get their feet wet doing a, a fun little competition like this
1: yep and then oh this is fun
0: I like that mm.
1: well and we're teamed up with modern catering down the street as okay. well so she's out there trying to round up more teams so you never know it could yep. be this could get out of control could we'll, we'll find out things. soon
0: yep. that's awesome great to see that what uh what other kind of events have you got in the works over the summer
1: Oh, well, we do outdoor movie nights. What do we do? Four, I can't remember if it's four or six throughout the year. So they start a little bit later because we put the screen on the front of the building and and, uh, run some of those. We got cornhole all summer, Uh, leagues, like I said, the Tuesday, Wednesday league. The Tuesday was a shorter one, but it looks like there's been enough interest to start that one up again once it finishes. The Wednesday one is all summer long. Um, So yeah, we'll, uh, and then darts keeps on running upstairs inside on thursdays and then live music we do that uh just about every friday night nice so we were doing kind of a small town friday nights theme here yep where you know we had vendors set up music kind of i mean my dream is always to have the 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 county fair kind of thing going on Mm -hmm. with you know the strongman bell and all that stuff and so we're getting there slowly yeah that's awesome we have too many ideas and not enough time yeah that is a Challenge sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, and then yeah, at least into it, and then we have three times the ideas. well wow. I just say I got to do the heavy lifting. Yeah,
0: well, that's awesome. Uh, Instagram, it's hub underscore town underscore brewing. <laughs> on
1: uh, Facebook as well. I sure hope so. That's yeah. totally.
0: That's where I looked it up. So like yeah. she,
1: like she says, I'm not. I don't. I'm not even allowed on. I don't know how to log into any of our accounts because. <laughs> I'm sure things would go yep. very wrong. I don't do I don't do social media at all. That's yep. all. It's all her.
0: What is uh, something I, I, I thought of? I don't know if "challenges" is the right word, but a, a husband wife working together in business. What's What's that been? Well, that's I think funny. you have to have the right relationship,
1: right? <clears throat> For sure, and we yeah. actually we did a, a podcast about husband's okay. wife oh, right in, in town. We got a yep. <clears throat> excuse me, some local. Uh, Another local uh, company, Two Birds mm-hmm. Furniture. Another right. husband and wife team, yep. and they started a podcast that oh, nice. went okay. through yeah. that very thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's not as bad as as people probably think.
0: I, I think if you have the right dynamic, it probably works, right? And my, I think my we, wife and I we both agree that it wouldn't.
1: And we have <laughs> you know we have separate roles, yeah. and they don't typically cross. Yep. I handle the mechanical and yeah. the you know the the brewery operations, and she's all events, marketing, and recipe planning for for the brewery. So yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't try and make recipes. So yeah. we're all good that way. Awesome. Keep keep out of each other's way. And uh, yeah, you know we'll uh, we'll cross paths a few times in the day, but yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's, uh, yeah, it's worked good. out. It's good. worked out pretty good. Good to see that you've got that kind of
0: dynamic figured out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was saying I work in the trucking business, and we've got husbands and wives that run team together and you know i don't want to get in a truck to begin with but my wife has told me if you ever do i'm not uh <laughs> spending you know 24 hours a day in a, in well, a truck with somebody would be uh,
1: you know i never thought about uh shipping or anything that yeah. previous to this Yeah, i just you'd order something that would show up and yeah. now i'm way more embedded than i i don't know how you do it i yeah. i'm glad somebody else is doing that when they say logistics i was just like Ooh. Yeah, i've
0: been uh, 30 plus years in the business and it's uh it's the, you know, for me, that's the interesting, you know, figuring things out, right? You get,
1: well, that's good because we... It's a lot uh, of the same
0: every day, but every now and then you get some new things thrown at you that you haven't seen before, and that's, oh, the, I know. that's the fun.
1: We get our uh, our cans are printed in in Montreal, okay, okay, and just because we can't do huge loads here, we can only take like nine pallets maximum, so we get right. one of each can, and nobody else will let you do one pallet. You need a okay. truckload, usually, of one kind. Yep. So they print them, but then just getting them here, getting them here I'm... Yeah, I'm glad you're, you're handling that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, right? Any other social media or is that... Oh, look, at. So that's all I found on the website,
1: but uh, as far as you know... That's as far as I know, <laughs> yeah, that, no, that sounds good.
0: And what's the the location here in Okotoks?
1: So we're 41 Elizabeth Street. 41 Elizabeth Street, so easy the, to get to. I, uh, the old uh, the old main street in town. Yep. yep my my iPhone s- brought me right here, no perfect, problem. Perfect, perfect. So all the way from North Calgary. So. That's good.
0: And then... Uh, retailers your beer is available outside of the brewery a bit
1: it is uh, if you go on our webpage, on web page it'll show you who's got it where now no guarantee that they have it in stock but sure. that's who has has brought it on yep. Sobeys in town here is is for sure got a good uh, supply usually Excellent. and then, then highland spirits out at
0: the, at the brewery as well yeah
1: yep. off sales here Excellent. and we just started canning last october into the the tall boy the 473 mill yeah so that made things a little bit easier before that it was hand canning each one in a crowler the one liter can you know as the day goes so the staff is probably happy that they don't have to do so much manual canning anymore it's it's mostly up to to me and Vincent our our brewer
0: yep I remember talking with some folks in the beer brewery side of things during COVID and the canning getting the because everybody had had to shift right all these breweries or brew pubs that had to yeah. We're just doing you know, had to shift to canning getting
1: yeah. getting canning equipment and everything was a challenge. Has that kinda eased off now a little or well one of the, the big problems was aluminum shortage. Yeah. So that was making the can supply tight. Yeah. And then the other was getting a canning machine is yep. like buying a house. Yep. So it was tough to do. Yep. We had there was mobile guys that would come yeah, around mobile and do guys, it. Yeah. So they were run off their feet, but I'm then sure. they would get to the point where they could only make it work if they had, you know, big volumes for you to do so basically we would have had to give up two of our two full batches to cans which we wouldn't be able to do because we can't keep up in-house if we're giving up batches yeah so we uh yeah ended up finally pulling the trigger and getting a a small one that would fit in our space because we don't have a ton of room yeah so it's super you know size this table seven feet all in yeah and it can wheel it out of the way when we're not using it but Yeah. yeah, it's been pretty great so far.
0: Awesome. Well, Mark, thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate you taking some time out from a Saturday morning, getting ready for, I'm sure, a busy day.
1: It's a beautiful,
0: uh, still spring, I guess. But
1: uh, definitely, don't need an excuse to come up on the rooftop and no, this is, uh, have this a pint.
0: I, I can see this being a nice, uh, a nice spot to yeah, hang out.
1: This is our table right here. So oh, perfect. Right on.
0: Uh, last question I ask. It's got the uh, the yoder fired up at home. What's what's the go to for you?
1: Uh, well, actually strange life we're starting to brisket today so we'll that be day. starting at about five o'clock and nice dinner tomorrow yeah get it ready for tomorrow and then uh my uh my smoking teammate here Brian, another ryan another ryan yeah he's uh, gonna come over and we'll we'll tackle the ribs and chicken and everything oh, tomorrow so a little feast going on it's gonna be a, a good afternoon tomorrow Sounds
0: all right yeah no doubt well mark thanks so much folks good. Hubtown brewing check them out here in okotoks uh Really enjoying this Mexican lime lager and a great little uh, rooftop patio here to sit on and enjoy a nice summer, uh, spring or summer day. So come check them out. Mark, thanks. And uh, watch for Smoketopia, July 1st, long weekend. Yeah, come on out. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, family owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly, Troy, and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. I'm proud to be a part of the Barrel Boss Q family, and I highly recommend you give them a look if you're in the market for a charcoal drum smoker. Visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca, that's B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A. Then follow them on Facebook and Instagram and tell them you heard about them on Eat More Barbecue. As I promised last week, here's a rundown of the Canadian competition calendar. This past weekend, unfortunately, the Embers and Ice pitmaster challenge up in Edmonton had to be postponed due to the wildfire situation and the subsequent fire bans in place. According to the KCBS website, that event has been rescheduled to September 16th and 17th. Last week out in La Salette, Ontario, the Jack 9 Memorial was held. Congrats to Mean Moe's Barbecue for winning GC and Barbecue withdrew for the RGC. Great to see 19 teams out at this competition in Ontario, and congrats to everyone who heard their name called. This weekend coming up, June 3rd and 4th, it's the Small Town Smoke Down out in Bazano, Alberta. KCBS sanctioned competition with a kid's queue and a steak cook-off. Also this weekend, June 3rd, it's the Atlantic Smoke Show and Rib Competition in Upper Onslow, Nova Scotia. June 10th, KCBS Judging and Table Captain Class, also in Upper Onslow, Nova Scotia. June 17th to the 18th, out in Seagrave, Ontario, another KCBS event. Two Blokes Cider, Father's Day Festival at Stuttering John Smokehouse in Seagrave, Ontario. June sixteenth to the eighteenth, the Father's Day Smoke and Bones Competition in Regina, Saskatchewan, that is a KCBS event. June sixteenth and seventeenth, a busy weekend. This is a non sanctioned Wings, Pitmaster's Choice, Baked Beans and Four Meat Competitions, the second annual Brooks Smoker Wars in Brooks, Alberta. July the 1st, and we just talked about it with Mark from Hubtown at Smoketopia Amateur Contest at Hubtown Brewing in Okotoks. Reach out to them if, to see if there are any spots available or maybe get your stuff on the waiting list. July 1st and 2nd as well in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, the Souris River Smoke Barbecue Showdown at Nickel Lake Regional Park. This is a backyard competition. Email surusriversmoke at gmail.com for info. July 21st and 22nd, Smoke, Wind, and Fire in Raymond, Alberta. This is a KCBS sanctioned backyard and masters competition. Smoke, Wind, and Fire.ca for the details. July the 29th, Dog Days Southern Barbecue Event in Chatham, Kent, Ontario at Dog Days Southern Barbecue Restaurant. This is a Canadian Barbecue Society backyard competition. Watch the Dog Days social media for details. August 5th, La Classique Barbecue La Bonté in saint pere pitou Quebec. This is a KCBS event. Check out BBQ La Bonté on Facebook. August 5th and 6th, Didsbury Lions Barbecue in Didsbury, Alberta. KCBS event, DidsburyLionsBBQ.ca. August the 19th in Steinbeck, Manitoba. The 3rd Annual Big Smoke Throwdown at Big Smoke Barbecue in Steinbach. There chicken and ribs and a kid's queue. Reach out to Rob at Big Smoke 204-381-1417 for details. September the 2nd and the 3rd, Barbecue on the Bow here in Calgary, KCBS-sanctioned BBQOnTheBow.com for details there. September 16th and 17th, as I mentioned earlier, rescheduled the Embers and Ice Pitmaster Challenge at the Half Moon Lake Resort in Alberta. KCBS event, check out Embers and Ice Pitmaster Challenge on Facebook. And wrapping it up for now, September 23rd and 24th, it is the Atlantic Canada Barbecue Championship in Metigan River, Nova Scotia, AtlanticCanadaBBQ.com. That is a KCBS-sanctioned event. Friends, I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta and then get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joint and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.